What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to you. Get out what you put in podcast. My name is Colin Paul, and on this podcast, we put in 110% and expect that right back out. It's been a minute since I've been back on, so this is going to be a good-ass episode. It's going to be one that I don't think anybody's ever done, especially I haven't done. I keep leading people to this um, podcast because they have so many questions about like how to start their own brand, how to come up in this industry, and a lot of things along that line. So this is going to be how to create your own supplement brand, how to become something in the supplement industry. I'm going to give you guys a step-by-step procedure that I followed. Um, I followed to a T, but I'm going to give you guys different ideologies, different things you have to follow that I messed up on. So this would be a good one. So pay attention. So first off, we got to talk about the actual idea behind your supplement. So when I first started out, I had the idea of creating a low stim pre-workout. I love pre-workouts, but from experimentation, actually throwing 500 plus pre-workouts in my face, ingesting them, having insane workouts, it took a toll. You either crash really hard after your workout or you get so stimmed out of your mind, you have heart palpitations, you want to run through a brick wall, but it's sometimes a little bit too much, especially when you get into the DMHA, DMA derivatives of ingredients that are insanely, insanely hard on your... Um, adenosine receptors and just stimulants in general are hard on your heart and just energy so i want to do a low stim not many pre-workouts out there have less than 200 milligrams per scoop of caffeine and i wanted to make something that had been less than that like an energy like a monster monster to me was perfect 150 milligrams of caffeine that's what i wanted to go with so my first ever pre-workout while it wasn't the best it was a low stem option 100 milligrams of caffeine per scoop very good alternative to the 400 milligrams of caffeine plus DMHA plus isopropyl norepinephrine plus yohimbine. So that was my idea. I want to run with that and make something different. So the first step when you're coming up with something for your supplement brand, your supplement company, is figure out an idea, something that either hasn't been done before or that you can do so much better than everybody else out there. And I think that's where a lot of people lack. They like these cookie cutter programs, even people in general that try to copy other people in the fitness industry, try to be the next Christian Guzman, try to be the next Heidi Summers, try to be these people and they try to copy them to a T, but you might be like them. You're not going to do it as good as them, if not better than them. So why should people buy into you? Why should people buy into your product? That's the thing you need to figure out. What makes your product different than all the others out there? And it's probably not going to be that much different. My products aren't that much different than everything out there. But what I do, I deliver better. I explain the product better. And the packaging is better. I just try to do every single aspect of my business better than all the other brands out there. And that's all you can do. There's not really going to be any original idea in any industry. Everything has basically been done by now. It's just who can do it better, who can deliver more to the consumer, who can be more personable to the consumer to get those eyes, get those views on your brand. That is the number one key. So that's step one, figuring out your ingredients, what will make it different, what you'll do better about your product. So let's say you pick a pre-workout and the different factor is it is going to be, in my case, low stim, high pump, perfect mix of ingredients, in my opinion. From there, you got your idea, you have a little bit of a uh, idea of a formulation, then it's time to reach out to supplement manufacturers. Well, no, let's skip that, scratch that. Got your idea, got your business kind of plan laid out. You need to create an LLC, so you need to incorporate your brand and make it an actual business. So you have the business name, mine was KJ Performance Nutrition LLC, a little bit of a mouthful, but that's what I went with. I use Zen Business, 
great, super easy tool to get all your documents, um, get the thing created, super easy. It does cost a little bit of money, but everything is done for you. Um, and you have all the documents in one place that you'll need, your EIN number if you need it, if you're gonna employ people. Um, and then yeah, you, you'll get asked for these documents all the time. So make sure they're in one place, Zenmis is a great thing to do. After that, then it's time, step two, to reach out to manufacturers. So this is what a lot of people don't understand is you can literally search into Google supplement manufacturers or how to create your own supplement. And there's gonna be numerous manufacturers, numerous companies that do this for, um, for everybody, for anybody. You can do it as low as a minimum order quantity, which is the minimum order of bottles you have to order to actually put in um, a production for these companies. The brand that I went with was NutriCap Labs. They're awesome because their MOQ is 144. So you only have to pay for 144 bottles to get that um, production started, which is great, especially if you, if you have low capital, you don't wanna invest much into this, you just wanna run with it, see where it goes. 144 bottles at around, I think I forgot what mine, I think it was mine it was like 16 something. Um, so off the top of my head, I'm not going to calculate what that is, but I think it's just around, oh, just over two grand. So just over two grand for starting a business, that's pretty damn good. You're going to have other costs in there associated with like labels, um, branding, graphics, but around 2,500, 3,000 bucks to start your own brand. That's, that's pretty easy. That's super nice. So let's say you find a manufacturer. You're going with the 144 bottle range. So from there, you'll probably meet with a brand developer. That's what I was, that's what I worked um, as at NutriCap Labs. What I did was uh, a lot of people came in. I had a lot of clients. A lot of them don't have formulations. A lot of people just come in with ideas. Me, I had a formulation for my product. I experimented, I researched, I knew what I was getting into and knew what I wanted to produce at that point, but not many people are like that. So if you just have an idea and you like you want, oh, I want this fat burning pre-workout because there's not many thermogenic pre-workouts out there. So, okay, let's do that. But I don't know what ingredients to put into it. That brand developer at the manufacturer is going to help you with that. So they're usually pretty well versed. I can speak for myself, not for other people though. I know there's a lot out there, especially at NutriCap. They know ingredients like the back of their hands. They can help you out with everything of that nature. So... You have the idea, reach out to the brand developer. They'll say like, okay, our MOQ is 144. Is that something you can work with? Let's put together a formula. I'll quote it up for you. And the quote is going to be the pricing of all the ingredients, then the labor, and then the bottling of the product um, will be the price per product. So mine was 16 bucks for the ingredients, the raw materials, the bottling, and the labor to actually run that. So the brand developer will develop the formula with you send you the quote and it'll be like okay this is how much it's going to cost what are the terms a lot of manufacturer terms when it's your first time you can't really um argue with terms and kind of come up with terms that fit both of you it's almost the manufacturer who's going to give you the terms and that usually is 50 percent upfront and 50 percent as soon as it's done and shipped to you so that means out of the 2500 you're paying $12.50 upfront as soon as you put in the order. And then once it's done and shipped to you, before it's shipped to you, you have to pay the rest of the $12.50 for it to be released and then be sent to you. So that's the terms. So let's say you put in the order. You put in the $12.50 for the order. Awesome. Next up, you're going to need a label. You're going to need a graphic designer. One of my favorite, favorite 
um, even businesses themselves is this graphic design thing called, uh, what the freak is it called? And I'm drawing a blank here. Design Crowd, sorry about that. It's called Design Crowd. Design Crowd is awesome because basically what it is is you log on, uh, create an account, explain exactly what you're looking for as far as you put your um, your brand and name in there, your colors you're associated with your brand, the logo you have, what you want your product to be called, blah, 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 to supplement, everything of that nature. Everything you want to tell these designers, you put it in there. Then you pay for kind of how high up on the list it's gonna be for these designers to wanna buy into this project. Because what Design Crown does, Crowd does, is it takes designers from literally all over the world. Like I think I had a couple people in Taiwan or um, Lithuania who were awesome designers who put in very good designs for what I was looking for. So they compete. And one of the best things about it, I think, is you get, I think I had 150 submissions of people who wanted to take on my product or to take on my design and everything that I had about it. And you only pay the winner. If you want to pay for a second design, you can pay for the second design. You get the copyrights um, and everything is yours owned once you pay that winner. But you get so many submissions, you can talk back and forth to the best designers that you really like. You want to tweak something, tweak something. I think it's it's an awesome service and these guys really created a great business around it. So. I would suggest using that, especially if you're looking for a logo or a label or anything of that nature. Design Crowd's awesome. A lot of these manufacturers actually are starting to do that stuff in-house. So if you want ease of use to where everything is within one brand, one company, do that. NutriCap does have those services. They have professional graphic designers on hand that will have the label specs perfectly so you don't have to figure those out. Um, they do logos great. They have a lot of training in the supplement industry so that's probably a better route to go when you're first starting out but design crowd if you want a logo name anything of that nature i, I would 100 do that i think it's i paid 500 bucks for two late for uh two different logos it, it was great it was awesome so once you're there you got your graphic design you got your label um labels cost usually that's going to be another cost on top of the 16 bucks per bottle um so that's usually outsourced to a labeling company that costs anywhere depending on how extreme you want your label to do or label to go. So a lot of them like like have a, just a matte material. You can put a um, spot gloss on there or a raised varnish to make it texturized where when you pick up the bottle, it's nice and shiny and has some raised varnish where you can feel it if you're touching it on the, on the wording, the, um, the logo splash or any of the flavor combinations that you come up with. I think raised varnish is, is a really cool thing, especially the matte look on the metallic, which is it, which I think is what I went with eventually, and I still do that on uh, all my V1 labels. It's, it's a really cool look. But that'll range you price for anywhere from, I would say, 70 cents per label to a buck 75 if you're going the extreme cool route. And labels, your minimum order quantity, you're looking at a little bit more at around 1,000. So that's gonna be, once again, anywhere from like I said, 700 bucks to 1700 bucks for the thousand labels. But the good thing about that is that the leftover labels, once you run out of stock, you can reorder. They already have the labels. They already have your raw materials. You're already, um, your previous orders already in there. They can run it super quick. But the bad thing about a lot of manufacturers are, unless you're really in with them, like I am with mine, if you're running your first one, it's gonna take, I would say at least three months from the idea, from your first interaction with the manufacturer to when you actually receive the product. I would say three months minimum. I would shoot for four months. Make sure you're not having a set date. I've had this problem in the past. Have a set date when you're gonna launch. 
make that at least four months out when you first make contact with your manufacturer. That is, that's huge. You don't want to put a promise on your consumers. You're launching this day. And then I, I've had this problem in the past. I think it was a May launch of last year. It was a few launches in. I think it was like my fourth launch or something. The biggest one I was going to do, I think it was 1,500 bottles. And I, I, had, I had set this release date, and I was so on for this release date that my manufacturers, when it came around the week of, they were like, dude, I'm sorry. We're not going to be able to get this done. Something fell through, blah, blah, blah. We forgot about this. It got lost. It's not going to be done till next week. And I believed them that it wasn't going to be done till next week. And guess what? I released it. Sold out of everything. My best drop to date, I think I made 47000 on the drop day within, what, three or four hours until it sold out. And nothing was made until a month later. So I was without product to ship out for a month after I sold everything and promised all these consumers. So I gave everybody that, I think, 50% off their next order, gave them discounts on what they had ordered, returned so many products. It was just a huge shit show. So make sure you leave enough time between your order and where you're going to get the release date. And I would recommend waiting till you have the product in hand before you set a release date or anything. That helps marketing. Not alone helps with marketing. Marketing helps you with peace of mind that you have a product you can release and it'll go a lot smoother. So there you go. From there, you'll um, four months out. You have the formulation, you have the graphics, you have the manufacturer that you're doing the bottling through. They usually ship everything out together on a pallet, depending on how many products you do or what type of product. If it's a pill product, they might not do pallets because that can fit in a smaller bottle. Therefore, they can fit in boxes instead of a pallet. You're doing a pre-workout like I did that was that's going to be around the 16 to 25 buck range. Um, that'll ship on a pallet. And shipping is usually a couple hundred bucks, ships next day. So that's a, that's a good thing about the shipping. After that, you receive your product. That's when the marketing takes place, the big marketing. There's got to be a lot of behind the scenes. Use Shopify. I recommend Shopify to everybody. I think it's the best service. They have the, the best customer service. It's super easy. Their templates are getting unbelievable to where they can do moving pictures as you're scrolling down, just like Apple does on their website. It's, it's unbelievable. You got to pay a little bit, and I would suggest either research and watch youtube for a month before you start diving into this stuff or hire somebody to do it for you it'll be pretty cheap if somebody does it for you put your logos put your color scheme in there everything like that hook up your bank account hook up everything there's just the way they capture payments capture um shipping information everything you can use the shopify shipping that's great i recommend pirate ship so when you're ready to ship your products um use pirate ship it's a super easy uh friendly user face so it like you literally can click if you have different SKUs, different flavors different products you can do a drop down menu click on just the mango peach rings let's say and it'll just show up all the mango peach rings you have you can bulk print from there and that way you're not going step by step looking at every single um order sheet that you print off saying okay this is a peach ring this is a citrus mango and then going back and forth that way you can bulk pack bulk ship and it's so much smoother saves you so much time so pirate ship when you're ready to ship but when it comes to marketing use your social media you don't need in this day and age it's starting to show that google ads facebook ads aren't returning as much as they used to i don't know if they're putting in new algorithms or what but it's not returning as much as you used to i don't think i've spent a single dollar like in the very beginning i messed around with a little bit of facebook ads just to see if it would return barely 
But what did for me is I started TikTok when I started my brand, told my story, people resonated with it, and I grew my community, my culture from there. That is huge. People like to show off the end game. And I don't think that's that's the right way to go. You need to show you're vulnerable. You made mistakes. Like I, when I made that huge mistake of not shipping everything out, I told people what was going on, what was happening. And a lot of people were like, wow, this guy's actually telling us what's going on. He's not making excuses. He's being responsible. He's taking responsibility for what's going on and saying it's his fault. And they waited. They were like, okay, I believe this guy. He's doing something that people aren't doing and taking responsibility for responsibility for his brand and his products. I believe him. I'm going to wait. I'm not going to give him any hassle, blah, blah, blah. And I'd say 75% of people were like that because I showed up. I told people what were going on. I kept them informed throughout the whole month that I didn't have product. And it was unbelievable. So thank you if you were part of that. That's awesome. You're the reason I'm still here. Other than that, tell your story. On TikTok especially, 60-second videos are so easy. Show yourself when the shipment arrives. Show yourself designing the product, designing the, the logo, what's going on behind the scenes, what you're thinking, everything. Like Nobody's going to be able to replicate it. Don't worry about giving out secrets. Like my, my formula, anybody can replicate, but they can't replicate my brand and what it actually means to people. So do everything you can to showcase everything behind the scenes. It's going to be really weird. It was really weird for me to start, but... Once people give into that story, they love to see how everything's being made. Like, go to your manufacturer, see if you can go in there, see when your stuff is being made, meet with the graphic designer, see if you can go in, talk to your brand developer, get some more insight into what the ingredients do, how, what's the mechanism of action, um, why you decide to put L-citrulline in the product because nitric oxide and vasodilator helps with the pump, helps with blood flow, helps with nutrient um, drive and everything like that. Just explain everything, every part of the business. People want to know what is up, what makes V1, what makes your product better, what makes they just want to know behind the scenes. Like like Jim Shark started to do this stuff. Ben Francis is a is a he's the owner of Jim Shark. He started everything, and what he's doing is very cool. He's going behind the scenes, talking about money, even like money, what they're spending on, how they're moving into the United States, having their business in the United States now. Um, as far as like having buildings and customer service, it, it's it's crazy. So the more you can explain your story, your reasoning behind doing things, people like that. So TikTok, Instagram, everything you can on social media, it's free. So do it. Three videos a day, one post a day. It's really not that hard. And I think you'll you'll see the most return from that. The other marketing thing I would suggest is either influencers and if you can't pay for influencers because a lot of people nowadays are getting salaried which i think is awesome that's their worth they have ten thousand followers plus a lot of these people are going to be paid getting paid a lot here in the next couple years i bet um nobody's watching tv anymore they're just streaming so where people's eyes are is on these influencers whether it's tiktok or instagram so they will be salaried here pretty soon at probably five figures a month for these bigger brands but if you can't pay for them, look at micro-influencers. Starting an affiliate program is awesome. People can buy into your products. They get their own code. They can promote their own code. And that's super easy. That's why I recommend Shopify once again. They have these applications like Pirate Ship that make your store so much easier to use. So Affility is what I use for my athletes and my affiliates. That My affiliate program will be rolling out here pretty damn soon. It's so easy. You add the app, add the um, add the code on your Shopify store, which is super easy once again. If you don't know how to use it, 
or do it, look up, look it up on YouTube. You can figure out how to do anything on YouTube. That's how I've learned this whole process of like starting my business is through YouTube, like through failures. And then if I don't know how to do it, Shopify, look it up on YouTube, Google. It's, it's your, literally your biggest resource. And it's so easy to learn how to do anything. Just Google it. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. People come up to me and ask, where can I get that? What is that? Like, how do I do that? Like, Google it. That's how I figured out how to do it. Like, you're just wasting my time asking me how to do it when you have the internet. You have literally a supercomputer in your pocket. Use it. You can make money so many different ways now. I'm going off on a tangent, but these applications are so nice. You can set up um, even emails to where people, once they visit your store, they're at checkout. And they're like, oh, I'm not really thinking that. And then they exit out of your thing. They'll capture your email, um, most likely because they've reached checkout or you give them a 10% off code pop up on the thing if they enter in the email. So you get the email. What it will do, which is crazy, is like a day later or even like two hours later, it'll email you saying, oh, you left something in your shopping cart. Here's a 15% off code if you want to rethink your purchase. And that brings back a lot of people. Another application that's super easy to add on that's once again usually free is once somebody adds something to their cart or once somebody already buys something and checks out and they're already at the thank you for your order page, you can just scroll down and it'll have something at the bottom of the page that says add another V1 pre-workout for 20% off like in the next 10 minutes. And usually a lot of people buy that too because hell, it's 20% off. Just once again, Google, just figure this stuff out. It's not that hard once you actually get your business up and running, especially in nowadays, like using Amazon fulfillment and there's so many ways to sell your product. Like I've only done social media. I have so many more things in my back pocket that I, if I do end up running out of consumers online, TikTok, Instagram, I can start running those ads. I can start um, doing more email marketing and SMS marketing since I've captured over 10,000 people's email and phone numbers. Like just once you get into this thing, it's crazy how much you can actually do and how easy it is because people have built these applications and software to just add into your site. And it's all, it makes it a freaking purchasing machine. It's crazy. So that's about it. It's really not that hard. And if you guys ever have any more questions, hit me up on the DM, but this should be giving you a good insight. I'll do a quick summary here. When you're starting out your supplement brand, have that idea. Have something that is either way better than the competitors, whether that's shipping time, labels are a lot cooler, ingredients are sourced a lot better, they're all trademarked, um, ingredients are a lot higher dosed, a lot lower dose as far as stimulants like I was going, or something around your community. Something needs to be either different or you do better than the competition. That's it. That's number one. Once you have that, go to a manufacturer, look it up once again, Google, find low MOQs. It's going to be a higher price. Um, and depending on if you're looking at a pre-workout or a protein, it's probably going to be anywhere from 15 bucks all the way up to 33 bucks in this day and age. Like my pre-workout has gone up six bucks in the last two months, which is nuts when I'm ordering at the 500,000 unit mark per flavor per product, which is crazy. So Make sure you have a budget set aside. If you're going to do 150 bottles, have at least 30 bucks per bottle that you can spend because that'll be pretty damn close when you're starting out with everything from label to the actual product cost to lay or to uh, website applications, everything. You're probably going to spend around 30 bucks per product. So just keep that in mind. Once you have that set aside at least four months before you get your product, if it's a first time working with that manufacturer, 
when you're doing that, get your website up and running, get all these applications ready to go so they can capture people's emails, capture their phone numbers, get everything that you need to know about them as far as analytic wise to where you can project in the future what you're going to be doing, how you're going to be growing, how you're going to be marketing these people and start your TikTok. Start telling your story. Start doing that on Instagram and TikTok. Get an idea of what people want to see, what your brand is like. Create that culture, Be, but also be vulnerable. When you're going through something and don't remember, like don't know how to do it, involve the people. I'll involve the people that are going to be buying the product. Like what flavor do you want to see? Do you like this label better than the other one? I think that's something I did very good in the beginning. And my my brand was almost created by the consumers, by the people that are now a part of the community, part of the V1 community. So involve them, involve them as much as you can. Take responsibility if you do mess up or if something's running behind. Take responsibility. Tell people about it. They want to see you. They'll cheer you on. Just tell your story. That is number one. Once your product gets in, utilize all those applications on Shopify and then repeat. So there you have it. That was a pretty damn good podcast. Once again, these will get better. And I lost Wi-Fi at my warehouse because a truck came through and tore down all of everybody's Wi-Fi in the whole warehouse park. So that's awesome. That's why I hadn't been doing it for a little bit, but I brought my setup here to my apartment. And yeah, hopefully it'll be knocked out at least a couple times a week. I appreciate you guys. If you guys want to see something on a podcast or want me to talk about something on a podcast, hit me up on Instagram or TikTok. I respond to every single person. Once again, you get out what you put in, so put in 110%. Peace.